The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan and for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me in my opinion other information comes from the internet today is um june the 24th 2020 i have about five different segments here for this episode i hope you enjoy it um at the time of this recording the corona the coronavirus numbers are 2.37 million cases confirmed 123,000 deaths 735,000 recovered uh no new symptoms um um just um some different things here from anthony fauci um food and drug administration warns against hand sanitizers that contain the toxic substance of methanol Um, let's see here. The U.S. Drug, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration is warning people not to use any hand sanitizers from a Mexican manufacturer after finding a potential fatal toxic substance in some of its products. The agency said, the agency said that the substance methanol is not an acceptable ingredient for hand sanitizers. The um the use of which has risen dramatically curing the curing the coronavirus pandemic. Substantial exposure can lead to problems including nausea, vomiting, headache, blurred vision, permanent blindness, or damage to the nervous system, seizures, and coma. People exposed to hand sanitizer command containing methanol should seek immediate treatment. The FDA wrote in a statement which lists nine known sanitizer products made when they were made by a company, uh, S Biochem. Worldwide, there are more than nine million cases confirmed. Of the virus, which, with nearly 2.3 million cases and 118,000 deaths reported in the United States alone, here are some of the significant developments. Uh, let's see. I'm reading this from the Washington Post, so I don't want to act like I'm. Obviously, I didn't write this. This is from the Washington Post. Um. Four top officials, <clears throat> four top U.S. health officials, including Anthony Fauci on Tuesday, testified at a high-profile congressional hearing that they had never instructed to slow down 
uh, coronavirus testing as President Trump claimed Saturday during a rally in Tulsa. Well, duh. Arizona reported record high new coronavirus cases and continued rise in hospitalizations Tuesday as Trump arrived for a rally in Phoenix days after his campaign trip to Tulsa. Arizona recorded 3,593 additional known cases of the virus as well as a rolling average in new infections, 77% higher than last Tuesday. More than 700 U.S. cities have halted plans to improve roadways, buy new equipment, and complete upgrades to water systems and other critical infrastructure as government officials slash spending to shore up the massive holes in the in the in the in their budgets created by the coronavirus trump has told aides he is largely supportive of sending americans another round of stimulus checks believing the payments will boost the economy and help his chances at re-election in november according to three people aware of internal administration deliberations however leading congressional republicans and some senior white house officials remain skeptical Alright, so this other stuff is not anything but the hand sanitizer. I thought I was going to talk more about the hand sanitizer stuff. Um, Yeah, I always check my stuff anyway. I got two bottles over here now. And ethanol. Ethyl alcohol is the main ingredient. I mean... If you just open it up and it smells funny, I wouldn't use it. You know, everybody knows you've been using hand sanitizer long enough to know, you know, if it smells funny, don't use it. Um, But, you know, at the beginning of this thing, everybody was rushing out buying hand sanitizer. And I was just like, water and soap actually works better than hand sanitizer. So... I mean, it is what it is, man. Um, you know, we all knew this thing was going to get worse before it got better, man. Especially in this country. Because we're spoiled. So, it is what it is. You know. So, I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time on it. No new symptoms. Um, cases are going up. Because people don't care. People are not wearing masks. They're not doing the things that we were doing from February until uh, May. It just stopped. I haven't stopped. Because I don't want to get this uh, disease. So, um, you know, I'm still doing the same things I've been doing. I'm going to continue. So, uh, moving on to racism. You know, what would it take to stop racism in this country? I mean, it would take a genie and giving somebody three wishes. And one of the wishes would be, please stop all racism. That's the only way it's going to stop. It's, it's, it's a part of American culture, white American culture. This is what this country is built on, racism. So it's never going to stop. And we, as black people, have to accept that. I mean, that's just the facts. If you're hoping for a racism-free society, 
it's never going to happen. That's like wishing for a drug-free society or uh, a crime-free society. It's just not going to happen. It's just, it's just a way of life. Okay? Now, what you do is, like I've been saying this whole time, put in more severe penalties for those rogue cops that think that their badge means a license to kill. That's what you have to do. Um, and like I said, I always combine racism and police brutality because they're one and the same. But it's actually I'm actually speaking on racism right now. But, um, you know, when when the first black people were, I mean, just brought to this country, man, it was racism. That's when racism really started when they stole the original uh, Africans from Africa and brought them over to uh, America, the country, the land that they stole. So it's 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 hard to be proud of something like that, and nobody really, no president has actually acknowledged that that this country was stolen from another race of people. And built by another race of people. And white people were responsible for that. And we have holidays that actually celebrate that. That is racism. And until this country comes to grips with those facts. And you know a president actually acknowledges that. You know, we're always going to have these problems. The, the the natives of this country right now need to be made whole. And they're not. They're lacking. Education. Um, medical. They're lacking. And they shouldn't be. Their ancestors. Their land was taken away from their ancestors. And it's not right. So, like I said, from here until the casket drops, I'm not going to celebrate Thanksgiving no more. And I regret celebrating it up to this point. I just can't do it. It's not right. Um, you know, so it is what it is. We can we can make things right. Racism will never go away, but the things that the things that this country were built on, we can change. And nobody's trying to change them. So moving on to the third leg of this police brutality. Um again, police brutality started when when basically slaves got here. Slave patrol. I've said this before. Um I one of one of my um um, I don't want to say fans, but just one of the people who listened to this podcast, um, he actually told me about it. The, the first police department was the slave patrol. Um, you know, that's that's where it all started. That's where police brutality started. They, they started beating black people way 400 years ago. So it's ingrained in, in police white police culture and i'll say all police because i believe black cops beat up black people too 
So, um, you know, we 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 have to um, as black people. I've said this on a couple of episodes also. We have to internally do better to each other. We we have to. Um, before we can look outward and say, hey, treat us right. Give us equality. We, we don't give each other equality. We don't treat each other fairly. We shoot and kill each other. We sell each other drugs. We 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 um, rape our women. I mean, we just do all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, so uh, we have to we have to get out of this divide and conquer nonsense that has been thrown on us and become whole again. One of the worst things to happen to black people was desegregation because it made everybody go in separate directions and only worry about themselves. So. Um, I don't know. So that's going to conclude this uh, first segment. Uh, Florida State stuff. Let's get into it. Will the white numbers bring back winning ways? I hope so. Um, I, I just want I just want the season to be played. Um, as it's looking, it's looking real bleak now, guys. I mean, with these infection rates going up like they are, I mean, like I said before, many, many times they told us when this whole thing kicked off that the heat and humidity would would be a equalizer when it came to the coronavirus. And that hasn't panned out. It's like it's spreading like like wildfire. Like it's like it looks like it's just thriving in heat and humidity. I mean from every from everything that i've researched um respiratory and flu-like viruses are not supposed to be able to survive in 80 degrees or above so i mean is there like a, a mutated strand out there now so i'm just saying you you, you they're not gonna let them play football this season man it's just it's just not gonna happen and if they do, they're—I mean—the players are gonna have to put some kind of apparatus over the helmet to protect them from spreading uh, COVID-19. But you know, I to to answer the question: Will the white numbers bring back winning ways? Uh, yes, I think it will. I think it's gonna be such a nostalgic thing that it will help. Now, I think. Uh, Better coaching, better strength and conditioning is also going to play a factor. So, um, we just have to um, play it by ear. Um, personally, I love the white numbers. I um, I didn't like the whole logo change and uniform change to begin with. I was kind of, I mean, when the very first original new uniforms hit the the face masks were gold and they were just hideous and the fans made such a stink about it they actually changed them back um to the originals um i i felt like they should have kept the original uniforms so 
Um, we'll see what happens, man, with the with the numbers and everything. All right. Moving on to the next topic. And this is our three rivals coming up. And each one is why I hate the <laughs> why I hate the Florida Gators. Um, I don't necessarily hate the players. I just hate Steve Spurrier. I hate um uh what's that dude's name? I gotta look him up. I'm, I just, I can't remember nothing now. Still looking here. Urban Meyer. I hate, I hate Steve Spurrier. I hate Urban Meyer, but more so. Steve Spurrier um, Very arrogant guy Very pompous And he just makes you hate the Florida Gators I mean um, You know when I be, when I first Became a Florida State fan back in 19 Blank <laughs> 85 1985 um, You know I didn't know anything about rivalries. I just, you know, everybody in my neighborhood was wearing Miami Hurricane stuff. And I just wanted to be different. I didn't want to, you know, I've always been that way. I've always gone against the grain. And Florida State was that team. And then you had this kid named Deion Sanders who was a freshman. And, you know, that's what did it for me. Everybody loved Dion, but they were still wearing Miami Hurricanes gear. And, um, you know, like I said, um, you know, when I became a fan, you know, I just didn't like. It's certain players on. The Gators that I like over the years, Emmett Smith, Percy Harvin, uh, Javon Curse, uh, Hargraves, just to name a few. But, um, you know, I'd never pull for the Gators ever. You know, when Florida, when the Florida Gators played uh, Ohio State in the national championship, I want to say in 2000, it was either 2006 or 2008, whenever they won it. Um, I was hoping for a tie or at the very least the game was halted and you know whatever I'm not going to wish for a national disaster or nothing like that but I just wish it could have ended in a tie or something but you know that was like one of the most painful national championships I ever watched but um, you know just, just the, the coach at that time, Steve Spurrier, I don't think he was a coach in 1985, but when he eventually took over as head coach, that's when, you know, I really started hating those guys because he's, at that time, I don't know Steve Spurrier personally. He's probably a great guy. But just when he was uh, the head coach for the Florida Gators, he was just a pompous jerk, and I didn't like him at that time or really the whole time that he was there at Florida. All right, so next uh, segment, 
why I hate the Miami Hurricanes. Well, I've already alluded to it. Alluded to it. Everybody in my neighborhood was rocking Miami Hurricanes gear. And I just couldn't stand it. It was just like, you guys don't even like their team. You're just wearing it because it's just a fad. Right? Um, but, you know, I give them credit, man. They were the team of the 80s. Uh, what is it? Four national championships in the 80s. They were the team. Um, I'm not going to say they invented swag. I think Deion Sanders invented swag. Um, I think a lot of their players started doing what Deion started doing. Um, that's just my opinion. But Miami definitely, um, they used to they used to beat us all the time, man. Man, that's one of the reasons why I hated them. They used to win all the time. That's another reason why I used to hate them. Um, you know, when we finally destroyed them, you know, I for a minute there, in the in the mid to early to mid nineties, I thought we would never beat them. I really did. Um. But um, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily hate them now, cause they're not winning like they're used to, like they used to. Um, it's just more of when we play them, I just want Florida State to bury them, and then whatever they do after the season, after that, I really don't care. I, uh, one of my uh, uh, friends is a diehard Miami Hurricanes fan, and. You know, I just follow that stuff just to troll him, but um, I don't necessarily hate these guys like I hate the Florida Gators. I hate the Florida Gators with a passion. Um, but I only want Miami to get destroyed when they play Florida State. So, last one, why I hate the Clemson Tigers. Um... I never really hated the Clemson Tigers until they started their little uh, run here in 2000. I'm not going to say little run. I'm not going to disrespect them like that. When they started their historic run in 2015, because they've been on a tear for four, five years now. And uh, they're getting the best of the best in terms of recruits. And kudos to them, man. Kudos. And it's it's the same thing. Um with with the Clemson Tigers as with the Florida Gators back in the day. Uh uh Dabo Sweeney is a jerk. He's an arrogant jerk. And um <laughs> but I like I said, I'll give him credit. They win. He's getting the guys. And all you can do is show respect. You know, they're they're a great program. You know, they're a great program. Um I it's gonna be it's going to take us years to catch them, if we can ever catch them. But it's going to take years. You know, Norvell's going to have to do a lot of good recruiting, man. Three stars ain't going to get it. Unless you see Clemson can recruit three stars now and turn them into five stars because they have a they have a development uh, plan and infrastructure that's probably the best in the country. Florida State doesn't have that because the administration is cheap. And they don't want to spend the money to get the results. Um, but 
you know, kudos to them, man. I don't like them. Their fan base has really turned into an arrogant fan base. And um, it is what it is. So um, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Be safe, be kind, be courteous, wear a mask, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. And as always, go nose.